Thanks for tuning in to the Tom Nicola podcast, the audio version of my online articles. Like my website, I don't load my content with advertisements, but I do want to mention a couple of things I personally offer. First, the Nicola newsletter. Each Thursday, I send out my latest blog post and a popular article from my archive, along with other valuable content I've come across the previous week. My subscribers love getting their newsletter because it contains more than my own articles. Of course, it's free. Just go to tomnicola.com slash subscribe. Second, when you're ready to get serious about your health and fitness and want an efficient and effective program to follow, join Vigor Training. You get access to all of my workout programs for just $29 per month. Learn more and join at tomnicola.com slash vigor. That's V-I-G-O-R. On to the article. Plyometrics, fitness and performance benefits for non-athletes. Trainers and strength coaches often integrate plyometrics into their sports performance programs for athletes. Yet, the benefits of plyometrics aren't exclusively to athletes. When used appropriately, plyometric exercises add variety to programming, provide a safe and effective means of improving movement proficiency, and can better prepare your nervous system to produce maximal force during training sessions, athletic events, and in everyday life. While I never rely exclusively on plyometrics for my online personal training programs, I often include at least one movement near the beginning of a workout. I'll explain what plyometric exercise entails, the benefits you can expect, and my rationale for including certain exercises in my training program. What is plyometrics? Plyometrics are exercises performed with maximal speed and power for short periods of time. Though plyos are a type of power training, they aren't the same as Olympic lifting or powerlifting. Plyometrics definition. A quick and eccentric muscle lengthening, muscle contraction, immediately followed by a swift and explosive concentric muscle contraction. While you quickly complete an eccentric movement, such as dropping to the bottom of a squat position, your muscles load with elastic energy. This storing of power from the stretch response is called amortization. If you pause between the eccentric and concentric contractions too long, you lose the energy created from the amortization. To qualify as a plyometric exercise, you complete a maximal power concentric movement immediately after the eccentric contraction. The entire concentric amortization eccentric process is often referred to as the stretch shortening cycle. In reality, we leverage the strength shortening cycle in everyday life as well as in athletics. Once you become aware of it, you'll see people use it to get out of chairs or move up the stairs, although they rarely use it to generate peak power. Plyometric exercises. Most plyometric training focuses on lower body movements, though some upper body plyometric movements exist. This is far from an exhaustive list, but the following are common plyometric exercises, many of which I include in vigor training. Jump squats, triple broad jumps, clapping push-ups, depth jumps, jumping lunges, speed skater hops, box jumps, hurdle hops, single leg hurdle hops, jumping rope, medicine ball catch and toss, and hand release push-ups. Novice athletes and exercisers use their 
body weight as resistance, whereas intermediate and advanced athletes and exercisers may add additional resistance with bands, dumbbells, barbells, or a weighted vest. You can also vary the terrain to make plyometric exercises more challenging. Water, sand, and uneven surfaces add another layer of difficulty. Though you often see people use them in the gyms, I never recommend using a BOSU for plyometric exercises. It's an accident waiting to happen and adds no functional value to a client's programming unless they're training for the circus. Sadly though, I see many fitness professionals misuse the BOSU in this way. Plyometrics benefits. Athletes have used plyometric training for decades to improve jump performance, lower body power, agility, and force production. Yet, non-athlete, everyday Joes and Janes need these same abilities to function well in everyday life. Plyometric movements challenge stability, balance, agility, speed, and power, which help you navigate life as much as an athlete navigates an athletic field. Quote, in daily life, rapid force production is crucial in situations when balance needs to be corrected quickly after tripping as, it de- de- as its decline may be a major contributor to the loss of independence and falling accidents and injuries in older adults. Additionally, both agility and lower extremity muscle power correlate well with balance, and having greater agility and more powerful legs thus likely indicates improved balance, which may decrease the risk of fractures and other fall-related injuries. Vitrovsky T. et al. Research-supported benefits of plyometric training include increased vertical jump height, increased horizontal jump performance, improved agility or ability to change direction, increased lower body maximum power strength and muscle mass, increased bone density, improved movement proficiency and coordination, improved nervous system activation, improved ankle stability, and improved stretch reflexes, which make the muscles more prepared for future plyometric or ballistic exercise. Plyos versus resistance training. Though plyometric training does cause hypertrophy or muscle growth and improves bone density, traditional strength training builds muscle and bone density much better. Even if you add load with dumbbells or weighted vests, you can safely use only a fraction of the weight you can use with standard resistance training exercise. Also, the time under tension during a plyometric exercise is much less than a resistance training exercise. With standard strength training movements, a muscle group remains under tension throughout the entire set. With plyos, the muscles are only loaded when your body remains in contact with the ground. That said, I do believe including some plyometric movements in a strength training program, adds value. Plyometric training for non-athletes. Plyometric movements increase neural drive, allow clients to practice fundamental movements like jumping, hopping, and pressing safely, and increase core temperature, which improves overall strength. Though plyos do not increase muscle mass or bone density like resistance training, they do enhance the effectiveness of a strength training program for non-athletes. By including the plyos early in a training session, they help increase neural drive and core body temperature, 
which may improve performance throughout the rest of the workout. Plyos also help clients improve their movement patterns. For example, one of my favorite plyometric exercises is the triple broad jump. Not only do you get a good squat do you need a good squat technique, but you also need reasonable hip and hamstring range of motion, good coordination between your arms and legs, balance from right to left so you jump and land with both feet, and good body awareness. You also get immediate feedback on your technique. You know if you land favoring one foot versus landing with both, and immediately feel if you've stretched certain muscles to their range of motion limits. On the other hand, even in gyms with limited space, you can usually find somewhere to do some box jumps. In my opinion, it's best to include a plyometric movement after a general warm-up and prep work and before standard strength training or Olympic lifts. As an example, the image below, which you can find on the digital version of this site, is a week of Vigor Strength Athlete, one of my training programs. I've included a plyometric exercise after the prep work in three out of the four training sessions. In this particular week, since you can't see this as you're listening to the audio version, on Mondays I started with box jumps, on Wednesdays workout I started with triple broad jump, and on Friday I started with speed skater hops. The Saturday training session did not include any plyometric movements on that particular week of training. Plyometric exercises add value to a well-designed training program, but they should only occupy a small part of the training plan for most people. I recommend more than, no more than two plyometric movements so you have enough time to focus on building strength, mobility, muscle mass, and bone density during your training session.